You know that feeling when you've got a story living inside you, just waiting to leap onto the page? It's a thrilling sensation, but it can also be a tad overwhelming. If you dive headlong into writing without a roadmap, you may find yourself lost in a forest of words and ideas. So that raises the question, how do you tame this creative wilderness? One possible solution is storyboarding. Storyboarding originated in the realm of film, but it's just as relevant, or can be relevant, in the world of novels. So imagine if your novel were a movie. Each scene is a snapshot, a, a frame on your storyboard. By laying these out visually, you can get a bird's eye view of your narrative arc character development, and pacing. And you don't need to be the next Picasso or something to to do this. (laughs) Stick figures will do just fine. But the beauty of storyboarding is its adaptability. While some writers pen extensive outlines, and there's certainly nothing wrong with that, others might be comfortable just jotting down those key moments. You could go high-tech with this using digital tools, or you could be old-school, like I am, and use index cards or cork boards or whiteboards. It's not about following the rigid rules, it's about crafting a method that enhances your personal storytelling mojo. Storyboarding can help you visualize the story arc, like where does the tension rise, what's the climax, and the denouement, how do things unravel and settle. By placing these elements on a storyboard, you can get a better grasp of how to take your readers on that emotional roller coaster which, of course, is what we want. One technique with storyboarding is to use colors, like colored markers or stickers, to represent different themes, character POVs, or subplots. When you take a step back, you can see, with that bird's-eye view, how these elements can weave into your novel's tapestry. The color-coded system could even reveal hidden patterns or, or even imbalances you hadn't noticed, and they can also help you see theme in your stories. In the hustle and bustle of plot elements, it's really easy to forget that your characters also need room to grow or change. If you add a column or a row to your storyboard dedicated to character arcs, it can remind you to focus on those personal journeys and not just events. Because as I've said plenty of times in these podcast episodes, it's not just about plot and things that are happening. Because if your audience doesn't care about your characters, they're not going to care what's happening to those characters. And of course, a storyboard isn't a contract that's carved in stone. Think of it more of a dialogue with your story. Communication, if you will. It's fine to deviate and follow a sudden spark of inspiration. The storyboard will always be there to guide you back if you stray too far. And one overlooked aspect of storyboarding is its potential to ignite inspiration. As you physically move these elements around, your brain kind of does its own shuffling as well, sometimes making unexpected connections. You might find that a subplot that you loved fits better elsewhere, or maybe it doesn't work, or that a minor character deserves more time in the spotlight. Storyboarding is not going to work for everybody, of course. It's just a tool, a possible tool that can add structure to your creativity without stifling that creativity, as sometimes outlines can. 
So the next time your fingers hover over the keyboard, not sure where to start, maybe give storyboarding a whirl. It might work for you, might not. You might just find it's the ally you didn't know your storytelling needed. It's worth a shot. Happy writing. Happy writing.